Did Chick-fil-A have us wanting to eat more chicken, or did it make us have a cow? Find out next on... Uh, hello, it. everyone, and welcome to season one finale of Burn Appetit. I am your titular host, Burn Appetit, and as always, I am joined by my co-host from Three Beers in a Mic and Three Beers in an MCU. Please welcome Dwayne and Scott. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Ahoy. <laughs> uh, season one, wrapping up. How do you guys feel so far? Ten episodes in, nine released because Dwayne lost one, but ten episodes. How's the body feeling? How you guys doing mentally? Uh, my wife this morning said I'm looking fat, so it must be going good. <laughs> I would say Perfect. just just like a little bloated, but you know, mentally I'm fine. Physically, a little bit, a uh, little stuffed. A little stuffed. All right. Well. We're uh, going to take a little break, and then we'll be back for Season 2 with more exciting guests and whatnot. Hey, speaking of exciting guests, we have one this week. Our guest this week has been a frequent guest and one of my favorite people to talk to in the 3BAM Extended Universe. He's hosted or was a guest on over 500 episodes of various podcasts, which I heard him say the other day. Uh, his newest podcast is called Movie Retakes, which he does with his brother, and he is a partnered streamer at Twitch under the handle CS Sully, where he streams games like Rocket League and Fall Guys. Please welcome to the show, Sully. Hola. Hello, Sully. Hello, Sully. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for the good intro. You nailed it. Wow, thank you. I worked so hard on that. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for coming on um like i said you're one of my favorite guests to have on um our various shows and podcasts and stuff especially because you yourself are a podcaster so you know you know the deal like you said i've I've done this a few times now so i can't believe that number when i started doing the math and adding it up i'm like holy crap and i'm the guy who didn't want a podcast in the beginning it was my, it was my buddy steve that wanted to do it i'm like all right i'll do it yeah, <laughs> here i am same number um for those of you who don't know Sully and can't see anything behind him as he's sitting here on our screen, you are really into a certain pop culture character. Um, of course, I'm talking about your namesake, Sully, Sullenberger. Have you always been a big fan of uh, landing planes? <laughs> yes, long-time passion. Uh, that, uh, that nailed perfectly. I have every Sullenberger figure ever produced, ever produced. <laughs> uh, no, of course I'm talking about Sally from Monsters Inc. Um, I I heard you say that um, fans and followers I've even seen on your Twitter and whatnot um, they gave you they give you like Sully memorabilia and stuff at cons or they send over links for new Sully um, gear and stuff they find on the internet. What's been your favorite piece that someone's gotten you or sent you a link to? Oh, that's tough. It happens a lot. Like it, every time something pops up new on so, on Shop uh, Disney or something like that, I'll get hit by 20, 30, 50 people on, on Twitter who are like, Sully, have you seen this? I'm like, yes, and thank you, because the one time it's something really cool, everyone will just assume that they message me, and I won't get it. 
Uh, I think the coolest thing I've gotten recently, I have it over here to the side of me, is a new tumbler from Disney uh, that is the Scream Canisters. And every time uh-huh. you twist the top Ooh. off, it screams. Uh, no the recording way. from the film, it's really cool. Yeah, I have it. Here, I got to grab it so we can hear the audio on this because it's going to be yeah, great for the podcast. That. That's awesome. I didn't even know they made such a thing. Yeah, check this out. Looks just like the canister and... Isn't that awesome? I love it. So cool. uh, That is amazing. Now, for those of us who have seen Monsters, Inc., shouldn't it be laughter coming out of that? Since they uh, (laughs) they changed their whole business to the laughing gas? I can only assume... Not the scare... Being the merchandising geniuses that Disney are, this is the first of like 10 variants of this thing that we're going to get. I'm sure we're going to have a, a laughter one coming soon, or they'll sell me an upgraded chip uh, to put in this somewhere that'll also do both noises. Probably another 30, 40 bucks for that. Or those were some leftover ones on, from the uh, Scream Factory floor that got damaged and they couldn't fill it with laughter. So, send <laughs> <laughs> it right to the Disney store. You just gave them another idea for a variant. There's a damaged one coming soon and a blood splatter. A dented. <laughs> dented, yeah. Um, I saw today somebody post on Twitter. They made you a custom Sully Whataburger He-Man Funko Pop. Talk to us about how did this come about? And it was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was so awesome. It's insane. Like I've been doing stuff like this in front of people since back in the nerd food days, but then working at Funko, a lot of people got to see me doing videos and whatnot. And every chance I've had, I talk about my passion for Whataburger. Wouldn't you know, I move, you know, a thousand miles from the closest one. So I can't have it unless I happen to go visit Texas or whatever. Uh, But I talk about it on the stream all the time. And one day Whataburger actually created a Twitch account and followed me and came into my channel And we didn't think it was real at first, but a friend of mine reached out to him on Twitter and said, hey, did y'all actually open an account and follow Sully on Twitch? And they're like, yeah, we're watching them right now. So it was actually the social media team at Whataburger who did it. And it's become an ongoing joke with that. You know, of course, me and my big orange hat and my friend Funko Photo Lady uh, who designed that pop. Uh, she has designed a few things for me along the way, including a sticker I'm holding up to the camera right now of that, yeah, what became the exactly figure. exactly what the pop looks like. Yeah. Exactly. So she made the sticker, did the artwork on this, sent me a bunch to give away on the stream, which I do all the time, and then she made the figure. And it is will be my third or fourth custom that a, that a friend or fan has made me and sent me of different versions of myself, which is crazy. I have them all in the other room on one shelf, uh, yeah, starting back with... My friend Christina Cooper, who did my first one with the big orange hat, but it means a lot that somebody would take the time to do that. And then Funko Photo Lady did a great job on the box. She made an entire custom yeah, box. Whole, it looks professional. It looks yeah. like it was actually from Funko. It's it's insane. This is really. Neat. I watched her in her stream one day working on it. Uh, she actually live streamed that on Twitch while she was doing some of the work. Wow, that's awesome. Just goes to show you how crappy our fans are. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, when are we getting our Funkos? Right about the the time y'all get to 500 episodes. It'll all come tumbling down. You'll get them. (laughs) I'm just kidding, fans. We love you. Um, (laughs) With such sincerity there. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Your love of Whataburger. I, too... I'm a Whataburger fan. I didn't grow up in Texas, so I had mm. no um, bias towards Whataburger. I moved there from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, fell in love with Whataburger. Trip meat, trip cheese is my go-to uh, order. Uh, their fries are awful. I will say their fries suck, but mm. 
lot of the a lot of the big big three um, fast food places fries suck. Um, you're on the West Coast. Gotta I gotta ask you to rank them. So, what oh are your top three burgers? With Whataburger, In and Out, and I know you travel a lot, so you've had to have Shake Shack at some point. Oh, I've had them all. Yeah, uh, I'd prefer Whataburger number one for sure. My bacon and cheese Whataburger from Whataburger. Uh, number two would be In and Out. Number three would be Shake Shack. Hmm. Controversial ranking. Yeah, but Shake Shack <laughs> has the best shakes out of all three, hands down. So interesting. I hope so. Uh, with that in the name, I mean, it was a bold move <laughs> if they sucked, right? <laughs> Dwayne, have you had all three? I haven't had Shake Shack. Really? There's some in Houston. You haven't gone? No, it's like on the other side of town somewhere. Remember? Uh, oh, I again. saw it when I was there last. It, there's one near uh, Willowbrook Mall. No, that's or is in that and in out. and out? That's, that's in, in and out. out. That's right. I was shocked when I saw that. We didn't have it when I was there. Of course, I leave, and then they get it. I'm sure about the time I leave here, Wash, uh, Whataburger will open their first uh, their first location <laughs> up in Seattle area. There there used to be a Shake Shack over on Highway 6, but it's closed now. Hmm. This is a big theme in the podcast. Dwayne not liking to travel more than 10 minutes uh, <laughs> radius from his freaking house for anything. Well, hey, I don't blame you with the traffic and the crap going on in Houston all the time. I did that for years, and that's why I'm bald now. It's in the the name, too. It's supposed to be fast food, you know? It's not supposed to be drive an hour to get this cheeseburger. (laughs) Well, it's not their fault you drove an hour. They can still make the fast food part. I guess. (laughs) I will travel for 40 minutes to go to a stupid fast food place to get some item that's new. I don't don't even care. It's worth it. Or once you have a craving for something, you can't just give up on it. Sheets came out with a beer, a milkshake IPA beer. And Sheets is like a gas station. Yeah. But not really a gas station. Like they actually have food and stuff. They did a collab with Goose Island for this milkshake IPA. I drove 40 minutes to a Sheets to get this beer and it wasn't ringing up in their registers. So I had to turn around and go, <laughs> No. <laughs> that sucked. I could have called ahead of time. Didn't. Just went. Just went. That 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 ruins the adventure. I mean, you still had the yeah. adventure. You can't get that back. But yeah, but they still would have told you they had it. They didn't know it didn't ring up, right? Yeah, because I think it released at like four p.m. or something. There was like a specific time, and then their computers didn't update. And they're like, "Well, this could take days, so come back tomorrow." So I called the next morning, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we sold it out last night." Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's kidding me. What are you gonna do? Skay, have you had any of the big three? I've had none of them. Wow. None of the above. You haven't even lived, man. You've had Shake Shack, <laughs> I thought. No, I have Steak and Shake. But oh, Steak, steak and shake. shake. Yeah, we don't have that. Oh, Very that's different a, animal. That, I think that's the one that's here. Steak and Shake. Wait, I thought you didn't have it. That's what I heard you on another episode a, of your podcast. You, yeah. Oh, I don't Sully know. knows our podcast better than Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Steak and Shake you Shake Shack. I don't know which on one podcast, it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Big news from the podcast world. Sully replaces Dwayne on his own podcast. <laughs> this is why our fans Please do. Please. Shit, Dwayne. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, can't think of a segue to get into this, but... Um, you're shaking uh, things up. 
you used to go to well, you used to and probably still do go to a bunch of cons all across the country whenever you work for Funco. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite cons outside the majors, the San Diego's, the New York's, Anaheim's? Um, I think my favorite, uh, I call them the big three, but the third one in that lineup is usually Emerald City Comic Con yeah, up here in that, Seattle. I have that on here, yes. That's, that's a great one. Can't add list because can't add a big one as well. It's uh it's a so great one though if you ever get a gem chance somewhere. It's got uh it's got the best artist alley in the country. But hidden gems, I really like Rose City Comic Con. Uh it's within it's in Portland, Oregon, which is within driving distance for me. It's mm. only about two and a half, three hours. And I'm going to that one. I just got approved for a pro badge in September. So I'm gonna go to that one again. Uh looking forward to it because I usually have some fairly good celebrities, but the the booths that are there, they have a really good variety of artists and then a few of the medium-sized companies that appeared you're not going to get your marvel your dc your funko they don't go to those but uh, you know there's some good gear there there's some fun stuff usually a lot of good artists um i like dallas fan expo a lot uh, i used to go to that one every year when i was down in the houston area sadly i i do like comic palooza but comic palooza has long been one that i think needs something else it needs something to really bump it up they they are the best at supporting podcasters in the country and in that i I respect the hell out of them but uh they need something else some other big companies at their con to really bump it up another notch when you've got the third largest city in the country your con should be stellar i think right um where else i've been to a bunch uh there's a few i want to go to that i still haven't and uh c2e2 is on that list in chicago i've heard wonderful things about that in dragon con for years in atlanta I'm going to try to go to C2E2 this year. I'll be applying for uh, a pro badge for that one as soon as they come up. Uh, that one's not until second week in December this year yeah, up in wow. Chicago, and that, that sounds really good. But, they're, you know, the smaller cons are fun. Uh, I think they can all be fun in their own right. Uh, it really depends on on what celebrities show up, what the focus of the con is, local artists, and then if you're going with your friends. I mean, anything could be fun if you're going with your friends. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to get back at cons. I just, God, I've missed it. You may not want to answer this question in case you're trying to get a pro badge somewhere, but have you been to any really bad cons? Well, in the same light that I like Dallas Fan Expo, I also really detest Dallas Fan Expo because every time we would go, they would have some debacle with their lineups or problems with lines for stuff. One morning we got up to we're going to have the first ever Firefly panel reunion with everyone. And they at there at six in the morning. We're getting there to get in line. They're like, no lines. You can't line up. Like you were going to tell thousands of us we can't line up. And there's always that one guy in a kilt there. If he ever listens to this, bud, ditch the kilt. It's getting really old. Uh, <laughs> he gets in line with his megaphone and screams at everybody. And I just, I really want to shake the crap out of whoever runs that one and go, guys, send someone to San Diego Comic Con to see how things are run and bring that information back because you guys clearly have no idea what's going on. I don't know who runs that that set of cons, but they, God, it's just so sad. Uh, and it could be so great because they do have a lot of great booths and a lot of great companies that are represented there. But they really need to work on their staff and their, what do they call them, the minions, uh, need some help. Because it's all about your leadership. And if the guys at the top don't understand what's going on, it's, it's never going to get any better. That doesn't make sense to not have uh, a line for a big panel. Like, what are they just going to just open the doors and like cattle just let everyone run through? Like, that's insane. <laughs> that's exactly like, what we were saying. Con, too. Like, of all people, <laughs> like, nerds are the ones that are going to be like trampling each other for shit. <laughs> it's, it was insane. so sad because they supposed to spend a lot of money to try to bring all those people together. And it was yeah. going to be the first time ever it had happened. Whoever put it together should have been like screaming from the, from the mountaintop, guys, it's going to be big. 
like let's be prepared for this but i mean it's like every major game rollout all or every time a website gets a product that everybody wants like should we reserve some uh server bandwidth for this nah it'll be fine and then they scramble halfway through to try and fix it yeah that literally happens on every video game <laughs> right that is that has multiplayer aspects to it there's a good First reason game. for that though it, your initial player base is going to be enormous and then yeah. after a week or two or a month it's going to be half of that something sure. like that that's what so amazon web services that. is for yeah yeah you just rent it for a little while and then uh, you're done with it let it trickle on back down interesting well i hope people in the video game world are listening to this episode so they can figure out how to do their jobs. They like food too. I think they eat. <laughs> we'll let them know. Uh, Dwayne, what is your favorite and least favorite con? You you like Dallas too, don't you? Yeah. Well, in Dallas, uh, a few years back, I bought out by a bigger company, and that's when things started to get shaky. Before yep. that, man, it was always run super smooth very well organized and then they sold to a bigger conglomerate company and that's when the shit hit the fan basically and <clears throat> lines everywhere that was back when i was a vendor like the first year and i was like oh man this is nice they're going downtown to the big convention center they gave you a time to show up to unload your stuff so we went checked into the hotel went back for our time <laughs> and there was like a, a line a mile long to get into the loading dock and i'm like what the hell? And like nobody followed the rules and they just just let everything go crazy. And I was like, yeah, that, that was the year I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, Dallas has always been a fun one. Uh, I did go to one up at one of the Wizards Worlds up in Pennsylvania one time. That was pretty crazy. Uh, it was pretty well done, though. Uh, Hemsworth was there that year. There's literally a, a line wrapped around the whole convention hall. I bet him. that was wow. nuts. It was crazy. That's a big pool for a wizard con. Yeah, <sighs> usually it's that level that'll do like ace these days. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> worse for me was a <laughs> Austin Wizard Wizard World. Mm. <laughs> it was not well run. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. Nobody knew where anything was. You're like, where's this panel? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. great. This is fun. <laughs> um, Columbus's Comic-Con is WizardCon. And um, I think the big guest the year I went was um, David Tennant. Mm. Um, post being the doctor and before Jessica Jones, I think. Kind of like a weird <laughs> in between. Right. Um which is probably why he was available to come to Columbus, Ohio's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lou Ferrigno was there, no one was getting autographs from him, so he just sat there like real sad. He's don't at every con, don't talk to Sully about Lou Ferrigno, yeah, yeah. He's at every con. He, he I, we're convinced that him and Jason David Frank aren't actually invited to cons anymore, they just have like their own card table and they just show oh, up man. and put it in a corner somewhere. The poor Green Ranger, yeah, Slash it's the green guys. Who else can they send a green arrow <laughs> along with them to? Um, my worst con is St. Louis Comic Con. Uh, they didn't even do it in the St. Louis Convention Center. It was in like a crappy like double tree hotel mm. conference room. No guests or anything. It was just basically like overpriced comic books. 
and like toys and stuff. It was so bad. It was so bad. And it's not like St. Louis is like a podunk city, you know. It's crazy how they don't have like anything there for Comic Cons. That's so nuts. Was that it just called means... the Comic Con? Did they was it what? It some kind of Comic Con? St. Louis Comic Con. They did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, some of them will go with what, like a uh, pop toy, toy or fan like expo, or... yeah. Something Arch like that. Con. I just assume people don't use Comic Con because they're afraid of getting sued by San Diego these days. That they just come up with a different name on purpose. Yeah, that's a good point. Skay, you been to any cons? You're not a big con guy, are you? I have not. I've never been to any cons. Not even the uh, driving range golf con, con or something. No, golf no, con. No. <laughs> so your your favorite? I'm an innovator. I don't need to follow anybody in that world, you know. <laughs> your your favorite is Genghis, then. Uh. I would say Wrath Up. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Definitely Wrath Up. Look at you. Look at you, Skay. Skay with the puns. All right. <laughs> Enough screwing around. Let's talk about movie retakes. Why don't you give us a brief elevator pitch of the show and what it's about, Sully? Yeah, my brother and I started uh, movie retakes last February. I got uh, done with Toy Fair with Funko and went up and visited him. And we've been wanting to do a project together for a long time. Uh, but uh, never really could come together on something. But we, we both worked at video stores when we were in high school and college. We both been longtime movie fans. That was always our Friday Saturday night activity as kids. With dad was to go rent movies and just watch everything that was out. And we would often sit around and talk about movies or how we would uh, review them. So while I was there visiting last February, like let's do this thing. So we watched Demolition Man together. We decided this was going to be our, our first one and then started working on the outline for our podcast. And what we came up with was we're not just another movie podcast. There's plenty of those. Uh, we definitely we pick movies uh, or franchises that are getting a sequel, prequel, reboot, retake, spinoff, whatever. We call all those retakes. So if the movie is about to get something coming out, whether it's been officially uh, uh, announced or it's already filmed and we're getting trailers for it. The idea being we want to piggyback off those trending hashtags. You know, uh -huh. If it's getting some sort of another uh, installment, we go back, review the movie or franchise. We talk about that on the podcast for a while. But at the end, what really sets us apart is each of us gives a pitch for what we think the next installment should be. We cast it, we pick a director, and we give a synopsis for the film or TV show or whatever. And it's really been a challenge because my brother is an actual writer. He's, he's almost finished with his second book now that he'll put out. I am not a writer. I don't even like to read books. I think I've read like three in the last like 20 years of my life. Uh, so to try and compete with him, if you will... Uh, has been really interesting, but I but I have the I can envision these things. So I love putting these together and like trying to do we bring back the original characters or do we recast this thing? Do we take it into a TV show or a movie? What do we do? And so we've had a lot of fun with that. We've done movies like Ghostbusters and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, Blade, knowing that the MCU is going to get Blade soon. Uh, we just finished up. Uh, we finally did Monsters, Inc. The Sully Brothers do Monsters, Inc. I because Mon Minute, or Monsters at Work got the show. Uh, we did Saw. That one was a trick. There's only like 4,000 movies in that uh, in that franchise now. Uh, we did Masters of the Universe. And Predator was our most recent episode that we just finished up because there is another Predator coming soon. And surprise, it couldn't have been more. Surprise. Right. I mean, why wouldn't they? It's like, why would we never have another Star Wars or Star Trek? I love Predator in that same way. There's a whole universe out there for us to get stories on. Uh, and right after we dropped it, 
uh, QMX uh, put out a new Q fig uh, for their that's their exclusive for Comic Con this year. I don't know why they picked that one, but the timing's perfect. Really cool figure with the clear predator up in a tree. I'm picking that up on Friday tomorrow. Tomorrow I got to get that. Hopefully we'll grab up a couple so we can do a giveaway with one. But yeah, we've had a lot of fun with the podcast. We've done, I don't know, 30 episodes now. And then because things are the way they are now, we're doing everything remotely like I'm doing with you guys right now through StreamYard or whatever. We also decided to start doing a weekly thing on Wednesdays on Twitch. We have a Movie Retakes account and we do live movie trivia. Uh, so people can come in and use. There's an app uh, called, um, of course, I forget now, but it's a really good app, Quiz Kit. So people can actually go on their phone, on the screen, or on their uh, computer and enter questions, enter the answers. And then at the end, we have winners that we'll send exclusive stickers to that I've designed for our episodes. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, you are living in the golden era for your um, your podcast because literally Hollywood is rebooting all of 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> of stuff that they're just rebooting or relaunching or sequels or it's it's insane i just yep. saw the, today i think they're doing district 10 finally oh really oh yeah. good to know i like district 9 a lot yeah uh spoiler alert for a future episode i i <laughs> i agree we really are in the in the perfect era because the whole the phrase that came up over and over when my brother and i were coming up with ideas for the podcast was hollywood is out of ideas because everybody's always screaming that they i personally are. love new installments uh, for uh, movie franchises that I love. And I also love new movies. Uh, but uh, hey, yeah, we saw that and we're like, let's run with it. There's, these hashtags are going to be trending for, you know, uh, six months to a year. Every time they make one of these movies, we might as well get right in the conversation. And I think it's helped uh, gain attention smart. for our podcast. That's really smart. Um, yeah. Do you know how hard it is to come up with an original idea? Why would you do that? when you? <laughs> There's tons of them still happening. Just everybody focuses on the big budget ones. Let's let's make a Ghostbusters with women, and then we'll make a Ghostbusters with kids, and then we'll make a <laughs> Ghostbusters with puppies. <laughs> Look who's talking Ghostbusters. Yeah, who cares? You'll go see it. <laughs> um, I can't imagine how long it takes to do one of these episodes through the watching the movie and then all the writing stuff. How long does it It takes an MCU episode that we do I think takes me probably seven hours between watching it, taking notes, and then doing the recording. How long does it take you to, to do all that stuff? Per totally episode? depends on how many movies are in the franchise at that point. Something I mean, like... Uh, you, know, you, watch, you watch them all, right? Well, not all of them, usually. A, a few of them. I, I go a little nuts. When it came to Saul, I watched everything in the Saul. All the movies, again, I hadn't seen them all in years. I was not right after that for a few weeks. Uh, and then did that episode. So in that one, we're talking about, you know, two hours a movie, eight movies, then note taking. Sometimes I'll sit down and I'll knock out my idea in an hour. And some days I just I'm beating my head against a wall. It takes me four or five uh, to put yeah. the idea together. So anywhere from I'd say um, the minimum amount of time I spent on episode is four hours, five hours, uh, then recording time. And the maximum I've spent is probably like 20 or 30 of prep. Oh, yeah. But I think it shows. I mean, ever any guys can throw together a microphone, get together in a room, uh, and record and just give down their thoughts. We're actually putting some effort into it. And the real goal here is someone's going to make a movie that matches our idea. We can sue them <laughs> and get rich. Or or somebody in Hollywood is beating their head against a wall and is like, shit, I really need an idea for a film. I Oh, what's this podcast? Yeah, let's use that. And then they reach out and we get uh, bylines or writing credits on a film would be amazing. Oh, my God. You, you guys have a, never... 
That's you a know, great plan right there. That's you know awesome. somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to be like, shit, I'm going to dial this one in. Let's hire these guys. Hey, looking at you, Russo brothers. How'd you get to where you're at? Where's your podcast? <laughs> Is there um, any movie franchise that surprised you when you watched it um, that um, maybe you haven't seen for a while and you didn't think that you liked, but you rewatched it and you're like, oh, this actually isn't too bad. And then the opposite. Is there anyone that you liked and then you rewatched it and you're like, oh my God, this movie's terrible? I don't think any surprise me. I mean, we're pretty careful on what we pick uh, because we don't want to pick something we both hate. Usually I'm the guy that likes everything and my brother's the guy that hates everything. It's more critical. Mm. Uh, so we have a little bit of a balance there, which is good because you don't want everybody agreeing either. Uh, Highlander was one we did. And I knew I was not excited about going into it and then really couldn't stand it after I was done. We, I'm still making fun of Christopher Lambert to this day, one of the worst actors in Hollywood of all time. Somebody has actually created a fake account for Christopher Lambert that now follows me on my Twitch channel and interacts every once in a while because of it. Uh, and Dune. Oh, Christ. Watching the original Dune movie was just like having my fingernails ripped out. It was, it was rough, man. Uh, both of those let down man. big time. He-Man was great because it's so campy and crazy. Like, And all the behind-the-scenes stuff on that He-Man is one of the most interesting things in Hollywood. I mean, that movie never should have been finished. It's a miracle we ever got it. Um, <laughs> but I don't think anything surprised me that I loved it as much as I did. Most of the films that we've covered, I've watched you know, every few years throughout my life. Something like Goonies. We picked Goonies. It, that was a rare episode where there's not another installment coming. We called that a what-if episode. That and Spaceballs, just because we wanted to do those. Uh, we're hoping one day that might happen. But but those were fun to go back and revisit. I mean, those, for, from my childhood, those were some of the biggest films that I'd watch over and over again. Interesting. I can't um, believe but, Spaceballs didn't have multiple movies. I should have. You know what I mean? Like, parody movies... Like what was the uh, the scary movies and stuff? Yeah. Like, I'm glad it didn't though, because then it I think it would diminish what we got. You know what I mean? Could have like if they, yeah. kept, if they kept making a sequel and the sequel sucks, it's like well then you just ruined. You know what I mean? Like you just ruined the first one, right? Like, I think it came down to licensing. Apparently, like George Lucas had to sign off for Spaceballs to go through, and that's why there's never been any actual merchandise for the movie. It, it would compete with Star Wars. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Part of the movie is the merchandise. merchandise right? Merchandise. Yeah. But the only merch you can get is bootleg. I found some cool stuff on Etsy, but I was like, I'm waiting for the real deal one day. Pops from that would be amazing. Can you imagine a dark helmet? There would have to be like an oversized box for that helmet. Or barf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> barf all of me. Pizza the oh. hut. <laughs> Bruce, I'd, I'd buy them all. Oh man, as a kid, that guy used to—he didn't scare me, but like he always freaked freak me out as yeah. like the cheese would like fall off of its bottom. Apparently, the actor got badly burned filming that because they were putting like hot stuff on him. Really? really? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, what's been your favorite retake script um, so far in your thirty episodes? Not necessarily one you had to write, but between you and your brother, what's been your favorite? You know, after we record and I walk away, it's really hard for me to think back to him. I'd have to reread. Uh, but I think the one I had the most fun coming up with was Demolition Man 2. Uh, trying to go back to something like that. Uh, I really spent a lot more time on that, too, because that was one of our first episodes. And uh, I just I just tripped onto an idea that I ran with and really, really enjoyed. 
so in in that one, no spoilers. You guys should definitely listen to that episode of the podcast. But I want to see them do it, and I'm anxious to see what they end up doing for a second Demolition Man. That'd be great if that's the one that they they stole from us. I, I would not be mad at all. I'd still sue them, but I wouldn't be mad at all. <laughs> um, it seems like a really fun podcast to do. Just like to let out all that like creative juices and stuff. Like whenever you do come up with idea and it would just like pour out onto the paper and stuff. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. One thing I've learned over the last few years, I can't remember if I talked about this when we did the talking about the MCU last time, but I've been trying to find this balance in my life. I, I, consume a lot of content as you guys do movies and television and reading stuff and blogs and YouTube. And now I also create a lot of content. It started with the podcasting, then went on to the stuff I did at Funko. Uh, now being a Twitch streamer, the podcast, and then I've really gotten into doing artwork and illustrator and making my own custom stickers and stuff. And I have to have a little bit of a balance there. I can't just create all day and I can't just consume all day. There's got to be that balance. So going back and forth between those has been really good for me. Uh, to to find that balance and then finally finding my way back to the gym recently during COVID I went a year without doing shit <laughs> and it caught up um, yeah <laughs> it caught up for sure I think I'm on year 20 of not doing shit <laughs> dang I'm glad you're still with us but uh, man it's not gonna last long <laughs> it's not 20 I get I get in like spurts like every like three or four years I'll just look in the mirror and be like you fat disgusting mm-hmm. slob and then work out like nonstop for like four months. I'd be like, all right. And then just go back to being a fat, disgusting slob and <laughs> rinse repeat in the next three years. And eventually I'll die. I did so good. <laughs> While I was at Funko, we had a gym in the building. And after I got uh, my first couple months there, when I finally had some energy, I started going every single morning, five days a week. Even if we got back from a con the night before at like midnight, I'd still be in the gym at 5 a.m. the next morning. And I was feeling good. And then COVID hits. Don't have access to the gym. Can't really go out. I was running for a while, and then the weather got cra- real crappy. And then just I'm like, oh okay, going to Texas? Yeah, I'll have Whataburger ten times in thirty days. Sure, that catches <laughs> up with you. I really did it. I did ten times in the month I was there. <laughs> Should have been at least fifteen. <laughs> if I hadn't gotten COVID, it would have been. But for like six days, I was trapped uh, yeah, in the house. I forgot you got COVID while you were there. God, it's watching sucked. all the MCU movies. Yeah, we watched every single, well, I was there with my mom. She had not seen him, so we watched it all. And, and then afterwards, I asked her, what'd you think? And all she could tell me was, that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of characters. Like, that's shit. that's probably what Skay's going to say when we're done. <laughs> oh, no, Christ. I'm with it, sounds man. Like a be- sounds like more input than what Skay gives us on it. <laughs> no, come on. So I have you are deep, a- insightful thoughts on the MCU. Thank you. No, you don't. <laughs> your, your deepest thought is I hate Ant Man because he's small. <laughs> oh, my God, that was at least eight words. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. We're not here for you to um, complain about Ant Man's gay. Um, Sully, you are a Twitch streamer now. Um, how did that all start up? And I know you originally were on Mixer. Yeah, um, and then they went kaputs. So talk to us about. Um, Building an audience on Mixer and then immediately having to start over again on another platform. Uh, going back, I really started streaming for the first time when Steve and I were doing Nerd Foo. We we were at a con one time walking around. I think it was in Austin. It was like um, RTX or one of those. And we were walking around and there was a booth for Extra Life, uh, which is, and if anybody doesn't know, it's a uh, a live streaming 
charity event that anyone can participate in the world. And typically what happens is one day in November, one weekend is their big push and everyone is in, encouraged to go stream. And what a lot of people do is stream 24 straight hours uh, to raise money for children's miracle network hospitals. And we did it. And we had a bunch of friends over to my place. We ordered pizza in the middle of the night. We played video games. We did. I made it 23 hours before I fell asleep. <laughs> in that <laughs> final good. hour. Uh, not bad for an old timer. Uh, and uh, we raised a little over $2,000 when we did that with the help of giving away some prizes and some friends coming in. And we always felt like that was, I really felt like that was a great thing that we did. We donated our time, but also a lot of effort to pull all that together. And I always wanted to do it again, but I enjoyed streaming. I kind of got the bug for it in doing that. So while I was at Funko, I always like to have a backup plan. What's next if this thing I'm working on right now fails? I don't like I can't just do one thing. So while I was there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to finally get a PC. So I got I had a custom PC built made for streaming because I did all this research and found out that most all the PCs are for gaming. But streaming requires some different uh, components inside, some different right. uh, beefed up parts of the computer. So I got that. I streamed for about two weeks again in the evenings. And then Funko got busier than we had ever been in our lives. Like we were doing a con every other weekend. And I was like, I, I, I got to sleep. I can't at night. That's when I'm going to sleep. I can't do the streaming thing. So I got out of it. And then a year and a half or a year later, COVID hits. They send us all home and say, y'all are going to be working from home for a couple of months while this all gets sorted out. I was like, well, I'm not just going to be working from home and then watching movies all night. So I got back into streaming a little bit. Then right as I'm really getting geared up, the Funko says, oh, never mind. We're laying off a quarter of our workforce. You're one of them. Peace. I was like, okay, well, great. At least I have this PC. I don't have to go necessarily out and look for a job right now. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And uh, while I was doing, I was building up my audience. Funko came back and said, hey, we we like your on-screen presence. Uh, the fans seem to enjoy it. Will you do a couple of our, our live cons for us, uh, our virtual cons? Will you be the host? I was like, sure, if I can plug my stuff. And they let me do that. So while I'm on the stream for them in front of thousands of people, little pop-ups coming up saying, hey, you like seeing Sully? Check him out on his channel. And that awesome. really gave me some great momentum uh, into building an audience. I'm at uh, 5,530 some odd followers right now, which is a really good start compared to if you look at most people, it takes years. It's taken me a year, a little over a year. But when I started on Mixer, that was the platform I chose. It was run by Microsoft, originally called Beam. And I felt all in all, it looked better. And I thought, it's Microsoft. You can't lose. They'll be doing this forever. They make their own consoles. It makes perfect sense. So I plugged away at that for three months. I got to uh, 1,800 and some odd followers. I was literally 121 away from being able to apply for their partnership program, which is their highest level that they give you as a streamer, which means you can make more money and you can do all these fun things on your channel that other people don't get access to. When uh -huh. something went down... There was all these rumors in the news about some some issues at, at, at HQ for, for them, for my, uh, Microsoft and, and Mixer. And the next day, I start getting texts from everybody. I'm so sorry, Sully. I'm so sorry. I'm like, what happened? Did someone die? They're like, oh, yeah, Mixer died. They announced they're closing down in a month. Like, oh, it's come too on. Too much money on Ninja. <laughs> it's exactly part of the problem. Yeah, they didn't. And I still don't understand to this day why, if they own their own streaming platform, why didn't every game and Xbox console come with something in there that talked about Mixer? They never advertised it. Uh, yeah. So I had the option right then. They sent an email and said, you can go over to Facebook and you'll, you'll be on the same path you're on now. You could be a partner in no time. Or Stream go wherever you want. And I was like, Facebook can suck it. I hate Facebook. I don't want to be over there. So I'm going to go to Twitch. Because YouTube is dumpster fire comments. I can't handle that either. Yeah. 
So I chose Twitch and I'm glad I did. I've been very happy with that. Within three months of going on Twitch, I was well over 2000 followers and uh, applied for their partnership program and got it on the first try. Most people I've seen, it takes five, six, seven tries before they'll accept you. But given my social media presence already, uh, what I had done on Twitch, and I know they, they actually send somebody to watch your stream. I must have done good that day. Uh, they liked me, so they made me a partner. So now I have, I've never got that blue check on Twitter, but I've got the little purple check on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> so yay, Twitch. Thank you. Uh, Twitter's never going to give me that check mark. And uh, yeah, I'm loving it, man. It's just great. It's just, and the one thing I want to say, I know you have another question, but one thing I want to say is a lot of people think Twitch streamer and all they think of is, oh, some 12-year-old playing Fortnite screaming. I don't want to watch this. Don't don't get that mindset. If you haven't been on You're Twitch 40 before, forty years old playing Fortnite. I, I am playing <laughs> Fortnite, and thank you for taking a few years off. Uh, but it, what what Twitch is, and they should advertise this too, is it's a place for engagement. I do lots of stuff on my stream that's not playing Fortnite or video games. I talk at the beginning of every one of my streams and talk to the people that are watching. We talk about food, just like you guys do, maybe not as structured. Uh, we talk about movies and television and video games and things we want to accomplish. Last year, I got back to Extra Life, and my crew raised $49,000 for Extra Life. Forty-nine Damn, grand. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. I couldn't believe Our original goal was five, and my audience was like, oh, we're going to blow that out of the water. Hold our beer. And man, they took off and just, I couldn't believe it. Our goal this year, $75,000. And we're already $10,000 into that here halfway through the wow. year. Hadn't even done our big push yet. That's going to come later in the year. Uh, but it is a place for engagement. There's You can watch people cook. You can watch people make music. You can watch podcasts on there. You can uh, watch people play video games. Yeah, that's part of it. But the actual, the most popular channel, the most popular thing streamed is just chatting. People doing yeah. all kinds of stuff on there. So if you before anybody hears Twitch and gets into your head that it's one thing, give it a shot. Go out there and, and follow a Twitch streamer. Maybe me. That would be great. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> CSS um, Sully. You got it. I hear if you hit that $75,000 goal, you're going to do a hot tub stream. Can you confirm that live <laughs> on, on Burn Appetit? Yeah, 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 sure. I'll do it. It's going to be graphics of a hot tub on stream, and I'm going to superimpose myself over like 80 Schwarzenegger. <laughs> breaking twos hot tub stream coming <laughs> you hear her first on burn appetit move over uh, amaranth i'm coming you kind of <laughs> talked about my next point uh, you have your show set up almost like a like a variety show you'd see on tv where like to the actual time like like you you'll have a graphic that you post of like stream today at this time, we're just chatting. This time, I'm going to do some unboxing. This time is for Rocket League. This time is for, you know, other stuff. Yeah. Uh, how long did it take you to come up with, like, a schedule like that? And I actually really, really like it. Um, just because not only is it, like, different from everyone else, and you're not just, like, playing a video game, but it's it's entertainment. It's almost like a TV show where I know Sully's going to be on Tuesdays every week. And I know yeah. at this time this is what he's doing. And if I can't, if, if I'm there just to do the Funko unboxings, you know, if that's what I want to watch you do, I know at this time, this half hour period, he's going to be doing Funko unboxing. And then I can watch him play for a little bit and then go have dinner or whatever else I want to do. So yeah. It, uh, like that schedule and like that kind of theme for your stream. Cause it took a while. Unique. I took, I think it took a good six months crossing over mixer time and into to Twitch. Uh, but it, you know, it's funny as I, I was armed with the knowledge of what I needed to do the whole time. It came from podcasting, having things broken into, uh, you know, a, a, a nice 
consistent format. People like consistency. And that's anytime we talk about Dwayne and I did that uh, 101 podcasting panel at Comic Palooza a few years ago with some of our other friends who podcast. And the C is consistency, man. You have got to remain consistent. People want to know what days of the week they can see you. They want to know you're going to be on several times a week. If you don't stream for a month, you're going to lose your audience. They're going to move on and find somebody else that they want to watch all the time. But then after I figured out, okay, I can't stream every day of the week. I did that for a couple months. I streamed seven days a week. I'm like, I can't do that. I got to have a life. I got to build in some time to have uh, behind the scenes work. You know, there's plenty that goes on that when I'm not streaming from the art and merchandise and stuff like that, that I've got to do. So I finally figured out five days a week, take a couple days off, spread them out a little bit. I take off Thursdays and Sundays. And then people would kept asking me in advance, what are you playing tomorrow? What are you playing on Saturday? When are you going to play Rocket League next? I'm like, well, maybe I should tell people in advance. So that's where the idea of the schedule came from. So I I have a template that I built in Illustrator uh, that needs a refresh now. I've been using the same one for a while. But basically, I do it for Twitter and for Instagram stories. So I can tell everybody at least a few hours in advance, hey, I'm going to be on the night at 4. And like you said, here are the things I'm going to do. An unboxing. We're going to do giveaways, chatting. And we're going to play Fortnite tonight. Or... Those same things, and tonight's going to be a Rocket League tournament, or like mm-hmm. just this uh, this Tuesday, this of this week, Fall Guys released a new season. Well, I was like, it's Fall Guy all Fall Guys all day, and I did a twelve and a half hour stream playing wow. nothing but Fall Guys all day. You know, people were looking forward to it, and they're like, oh, last time he did thirteen hours uh, when they released Fall Guys <laughs> season four. Is he crazy enough to do it again? I was I was just a half hour off the same level of crazy. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, just stuff like that. I think it, it it plays well. It reminds people you're out there, and it's it's marketing 101. You can't you you're not going to get eyeballs if you don't market your stuff. You know, I've worked on a couple of um, startups before. Well, almost startups, I should say. And every time I go in, and I'm like, hey, I'm I'm your marketing guy. I've been doing this for a while. I, I know my way around social media and marketing. And they'll be like, okay, what do we need for budget? Well, whatever you had set aside, you're wrong. Half of your entire budget needs to be marketing. Because you can make the best product in the world, the best podcast, the best whatever. And if you don't tell people it's out there and they don't see it, that no one's going to come check it out. You got to right. get out there in front of people. And social media is the cheapest way. It's not free. Every company, especially the bigger companies, think social media is all free and they don't want to pay for it. Um, but you got you to put in the effort, the time, and the money to market your stuff. Or What's the point? Shark Tank has taught me the expense of advertising on your Facebooks and stuff. They always... Let's talk about how expensive it is to do that. You know, Mark Cuban took the Mavericks off of Facebook because he got to the point where he saw his return going dwindling more and more and more and more and more. And he's like, screw it. I'm not spending $50,000 to get $55,000 worth of eyeballs. It's not It's yeah. not worth it. So he, he totally yeah. took him off there. Good for him. Yeah. I, Facebook is just a, it's become a dumpster fire. I'm just so done with it. I hate logging <laughs> on there. <laughs> um. Before we get into food talk, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, Nerds Unite? Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, it's my motto, first of all, Nerds Unite. It's about everybody coming together, supporting each other, lifting everyone up, lifting each other up. You guys have already heard me say dumpster fire a few times. Go in on the internet and go into anywhere where there's popular content. If you go down to the comments, you're going to see hatred, anger, confusion, stupidity, I, I don't understand where all this comes from. I, I have never have working for a fortune 100 company. And then for Funko, all I saw, not all I saw a lot of what I saw was anger and confusion from people. 
I like people coming together. And that was part of the Funko spirit was the Funko family, the Funko fanatics coming together. And long before I even worked there, when I was doing the podcast with Steve nerd foo, I, my sign off early on became nerds unite something short and sweet, my sign off something to tell people what I'm about. And you know, it, it makes sense if you think about it, but I still like to explain it to people on why it's become my motto. And so it, uh, the fact that it's short and sweet, it's, it's become my brand too. So from the time I started streaming on Twitch, even though my channel is called CS Sully, I am CS Sully. It really is all about Nerds Unite. And so what that means is people coming to my channel, no one's going to talk down to you in the chat. If they do, I got moderators and myself, we ban you immediately. Nobody's going to come in cursing and acting a fool. If you do, we ban you immediately. I would rather sacrifice a large audience and bigger income for a nice place we can call home where people can come together and feel comfortable. And I've heard that time and time from people that watch my channel, like Sully, if I'm having a bad day, I like to come to your channel for a bit of positivity. If I'm coming in there and hanging out, I, I'm doing so, and I'll chat here where I don't chat other places because other places people are mean and they say stupid stuff. People know they can ask questions on my channel and they can jump in the conversation. And I want to continue to do that as long as I possibly can. So far, We've been we've done pretty well. There have been a few times where people come in and drop a you know a, either an ugly picture with the ASCII symbols or or do something like that. But for the most part, my audience is right there with me, and they'll be like, "Ooh, Sully, look, ban this one, ban this one," and I'll I'll knock them out of there. And my mods don't don't screw around either. We've got we've got we try to keep it family friendly, and we try to keep it um, you know nice for everyone. I do get into the cursing a bit, especially in the middle of some video games. I try to keep that for later, but I've got friends whose kids that are like five and 10 will watch my streams. Yeah. I don't want to set a bad example for them either. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough to have been provided with this audience. I've worked really hard at it. The last thing I want to do is have kids running around dropping F-bombs in front of their parents, and now they can't watch my channel anymore. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, make sure you guys check out his stream, um, CS Sully on Twitch.tv. Um, we'll uh, let you plug at the end of the show so you can get more information on everywhere people can find you. Sweet. Um, I was on Front Row Negative. Um, yeah. Uh, a fellow Across the Streams Media podcast a couple weeks ago. And one of the co-hosts there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I like a, that guy. A, he had a recommendation for a restaurant for me and Scott to go to when we come to Houston. Oh, I know where <laughs> and, you're going with this. <laughs> and his pitch for this was, yeah, you should try this place. It's awesome. They used to have 50 restaurants around Houston, but now there's three. <laughs> and I was like, well, that, that doesn't sound good. Like they closed 47 of their restaurants. And he's like, and the food's not that great. So I was like, well, well maybe he's just confused how recommendations work. <laughs> uh, but then you were on there. And for the third week in a row, Front Row Negative had a big ponchos discussion because they did it with Rami the week before. So, ponchos, is it worth going to? Yes or no? You know, Sully? everything I remember for the last time I went, I was probably 16 or 17. I'm I'm like 84 now, Dwayne will tell you. So it's been many years since I've been. I'm not really 84. Um I, I remember loving it. You go through a cafeteria-style line. You pick your Mexican food that you want. And they had these great little, they're kind of like taquitos, deep-fried rolled tacos with beef in the middle. But they're not. They taste very different. I don't know what was in them. Could have been cat for all I know. I don't care. Uh, it tasted really good. But the key <laughs> thing is when you get to the table, 
then it becomes like a fogo de chow or like a Brazilian steakhouse. You you raise this little flag and they bring you more food and you don't have to pay anymore. It's like buffet at your table. I love it. I love the concepts. Great. I don't mm. remember any of the other food. I it could have it could have been absolutely horrible. I thought they closed years ago. I couldn't believe there's still three open. So I'm going when I go. I, I you know I'm going to prep myself uh, <laughs> with some Pepto, but I'm going in. <laughs> Everyone I've talked to about it says the um, sopapillas. Yeah, the soapy pillows. Mm-hmm. Those are the things to get there. What are your thoughts on those? Sopapillas are the freaking best, man. Mexican dessert. You pour honey on them. Oh, so good. I've never had one. Never heard of them. Oh, I've yeah. never heard of a kolache till I moved to Houston. Yes. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I, I explain kolaches to people up here all the time. I love kolaches. I, I just introduced that to uh, some friends of my wife came into town from California. And I was like, I brought kolaches one morning. They're like, what are these? And I'm like, just try it. And they're like, oh, my God. Can, can we bring these back? I'm like, I that don't know if they'll my, be good by the time you get back. That was my first reaction to it, too. Um I think I was working at Best Buy at the time, and they brought in donuts from Shipley's and then had these kolaches. And you Mm. don't know what it is looking at it. It just looks like a croissant, like a square, like croissant looking thing. And until you bite into it and it has like a hot dog. It's not a hot. It's like sausage. But it's not like breakfast. I don't know how to describe it. (laughs) Cheese and like a sausage in the middle. Yeah. It's like a sausage link wrapped in cheese. Sometimes they'll put jalapenos in there. Oh, but it's not like a breakfast sausage. It's like just a regular sausage. Yeah, it does kind of look like 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 cocktail weenies in there, like little Vienna sausages. No, no, these these are the yeah, it's full size. I hate to say this out loud, but these are the man size sausages in there. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my buddy Dima calls them breakfast hot dogs. He was not impressed, but uh, he's weird, so don't listen to him. (laughs) I love have a kolache. I loved them. I bit into one. I was like, "Oh my god! Why did? Why isn't this a thing everywhere? I've never heard of this before." It should be. I everywhere around here. It's in the Pacific Northwest Seattle area. Coffee is king, right? So you got Starbucks everywhere, but you also have in the front of every parking lot is a little like one of those sheds you would buy at Home Depot. But they have it's a coffee place, and they have some of them where it's Bikini Coffee Girls, uh, where you can drive through and get yourself a little show while you get a coffee. Ooh. I have always thought I want to open one and have kolaches and coffee because it's cold up here. What better than a hot cup of coffee and a hot breakfast sausage? Yeah. Come on, there you go. I'd be a yeah. millionaire. Yeah, for sure. The funny part was there was a Dunkin' Donuts here that I went to that they had kolaches. I was like. How'd you get Kolaches here? He's like, oh, I didn't tell Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I just sell them. <laughs> no way. He's going rogue. <laughs> and then uh, I guess they came in and, and saw them on his menu and told him to take them off. And then like six months later, they added okay. it to the menu. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, Shipley is really good. But there used to be a place called Square Donuts in the Houston area. And it was a franchise. And they would actually deliver. They would have these little bins inside gas stations. And with the little fold down front plastic bin, and you could get those in there. And they, the sausage in the middle of those was huge, and it was a jalapeno sausage. I'd get a, that and a monster every morning. And man, talk about jolting your system. That's how you get going in Texas. <laughs> that was a skate kolache. <laughs> <laughs> the big one. Oh, there's boy. Another, there's another big one kolache. It has kolache in the name. Kolache factory. Factory. Yeah. factory. yeah. There's a pretty good. They have different kinds, too. They have the ones that look more like a. Um, it's like a egg and yeah. They'll put egg and stuff in there too. Yeah. Oh, they're good too. Yeah. See, Skay, we got so many <laughs> ideas for when we go. So, <laughs> definitely, what was the name of that place? That buffet, that Mexican buffet, Ponchos. Ponchos. 
So who's getting get a lot play. of free play across the podcast universe for these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we can get uh, sponsored on that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, we're going to have to review it when we're down there, you know? We'll, get oh, well, then you guys should meet up with with uh, those the guys from Front Row Negative. We'll all go and do a, way, a roundtable podcast. <laughs> we got to <laughs> do there that. for hours raising we the gotta flag. We got to do Whataburger. Um, yeah. We got to hit them all, man. Shipley. I gain at least big. 20 pounds every time I go back to Texas. Yeah. I, uh, I posted something about being on Front Row Negative, and I just put, like, uh, Chris recommended, recommended, in air quotes, this Poncho's. And then I had a whole bunch of people that I used to work with in Houston. They was like, oh, my God, ponchos. I haven't been to ponchos forever. I love ponchos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it was a staple, man. I guess. Uh, speaking of staple, we have a staple of the fast food industry this week. Nice. This week's episode, we did Chick-fil-A. Hell yeah. Um, recently rated the number one fast food place. Um not sure who voted on that, but some magazine declared it the number one overall favorite of America. Um, Sully, what made you decide to want to go to Chick-fil-A? And I, it wasn't your first choice. I don't remember. I don't quite remember. I think I picked Mod first. Mod Pizza. Uh, yeah, Mod Pizza. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually went. I'm doing keto right now, uh, trying to shed some weight. And uh, mm-hmm. that's why I picked Mod, because they have that sunflower crust pizza that I can have on that diet. It's fantastic. Yep. But mm-hmm. uh, I've been a long fan, longtime fan of Chick-fil-A. Uh, I hadn't had it till I was like a senior in high school. And my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, was like, let's go have Chick-fil-A. He's like, you know, I never had that. She freaked out. She, we got to go. So we went, and I fell in love immediately. I just love their food. It's really good. And then on top of that, their service is fantastic. When you go to Chick-fil-A, it always you always get through there quickly, and someone always says, my pleasure. And I love that because there's nothing like going to Jack in the Box and having some bitter, angry old person at the window who's just like, here's your food, while they're smoking a cigarette and cleaning the floor, you know? Here's your deep-fried $1 tacos. Exactly. <laughs> the deep-fried beef crispies over there. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I like Chick-fil-A for a lot of reasons. Uh, also, I think it's awesome that they're closed on Sundays. I Inevitably, I crave it on a Sunday. But I like the idea that I would work for someplace that would actually give me a Sunday off if I was in the fast food industry. Most of the time, that's one of their busiest days. Yeah. And then uh, you get to watch all all the football games and stuff, not where you have to take yeah. sick days for a big game or anything. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I had never been to Chick-fil-A till I was in college. Mm. And there was a Chick-fil-A inside of one of our um, like college cafeteria things. And then I went literally like every day. <laughs> I went yeah, Chick Fil A during college. Uh, so let's... good. There's something in that food. There's the, there's been the long going joke that they put sugar in their 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 batter for the frying. I don't know if that's true or not, but man, it, yeah, it'll get you. You get addicted quick. Interesting. Um, I know when I went, I took a picture. I don't know if I sent you guys a picture or not. There was probably 700 employees. Mm-hmm. inside the chick-fil-a whenever i went <laughs> yep and there was a huge line through the drive-thru but there was no one inside so it was just like a bunch of people just yep. half of them were like eating yeah. i always <laughs> go inside because there's never anybody inside the drive-thru is always packed like there was no room for people to like walk around behind the counter there there was like literally 700 <laughs> employees i'm like what is happening right now they finally built the chick-fil-a in the little town i live in north of seattle and it opened right when covid hit so the inside of that building has never been open to the public. Here, a year and change later, it's only been the drive-thru. It must be pristine in there. <laughs> <laughs> or a disaster, because that's yeah. like ground zero for all the delivery places that are coming. And 
employees are living in the booths. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go around and talk about what we got this week. Uh, let's start with you. You're a guest, Sully. What was the item you picked? I picked the chicken strips. I've had the chicken nuggets there before, uh, the breaded and the naked ones, but I never had the chicken strips, so I chose that this Me time. Either. Never had it either. What are your thoughts? Oh, we didn't pick a... I forget the rules of my own show. There you go. Uh, every item that we talk about, you have to give a chef's kiss, a kumsi kumsa, or a chef's diss. And if it's a chef's diss, we usually have a real stupid sound that you have to make. Um <laughs> The last probably one I listened to was ringing, uh, sh- yelling shame and ringing the yeah. bell. <laughs> we probably should have figured this out before the show. Um, I can edit. Right. Well, on on my uh, on my Twitch, whenever I don't want to curse but I'm really angry, I say poop a loop. Can we say poop a loop? Poop a loop. Poop a loop. It was poop a loop. Have to edit. We'll just leave this in and we'll we'll talk a little behind the scenes action of Burn Appetite. Um, he can't even remember the rules to his own show. Um, so poop a loop it is. If you do By the way, you also know. forgot that Sully wears all the hats. You forgot that too. No, I, I decided to nix the uh, Pretty Woman segment. Because I, don't <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Pretty Woman. I don't know if it makes sense. And no one's corrected me. You, you so know I'm she's a prostitute in that movie, right? You've had ladies on and you've yeah, called them a prostitute with this hat famous, business. There's that famous scene where she's like trying on clothes. You know, you like buying her pretty outfits to show her off or whatever i'm like i imagine she tried on hats during that right? sure. like, don't don't you always take your hooker shopping i don't know if they tried on hats so i was like well wait this is like and then i have to explain it every episode too i'm like this is just stupid it's not <laughs> some prerequisites if you want to listen to future episodes you must watch pretty one first <laughs> so uh chicken strips yeah initial thoughts do you like them first time having them I really like chef's kiss. I, I really, really liked them. Uh, they're better than the nuggets uh, and they're better than the chicken strips. I've had at most places. Ironically, I think I actually dig dairy queens more, uh, but I, I really do. i really did like the chicken strips from, uh, from Chick-fil-A. Only problem is like three of them is like six, seven bucks. They think highly of their stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, but I like that. Uh, Sully coming in with the hot takes likes dairy queens tenders. better. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dwayne, why don't you go next? Um, I I hadn't had these till recent. I had them before this, but it was just recently that I'd had the strips. I didn't even know they had them. Like I was at some party or something. I'm like, what are these? They have chicken strips. I was like, sweet. Um, unlike Sully, I prefer the nuggets over the strips. Oh, the strips are good, but I prefer the nuggets. Uh, but I'll give it a chef's kiss. Okay, Skay. Thoughts on the strips? Uh, I'm going to go Koomsi Koomsa here. Mm. Um, the strip itself was fine, but the breading was like underdone. It could have used another minute or two in the fryer for me. I definitely like DQ's strips better than Chick-fil-A. Whoa. Um, Interesting. That could have just been a one-off, though. It could have been. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm going Koomsi Koomsa. I'm not going with the poop loop here. Nice. Um, I just like hearing other people say that now. It sounds like you need, <laughs> sounds like you need to do a retake, Skay. Yeah. <laughs> if they could have retaken those back to the fryer for another minute or two, crisp that up a little bit, Yeah, uh, would have been better. But kumsi kumsa. Interesting. Uh, I've never had them before. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. Mine were really tiny. Yeah, like, they're not. Really big. tiny. They were like... 
Mm-hmm. They were like this big. So I was like, is this a sh-? like, cause they were, like you said, they were like six bucks for three of them. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be like full on, you know, chicken tenders. And they were just like these little, now it's Chick-fil-A chicken. So the chicken quality is obviously fantastic on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Skay, my breading could have been a little crispier. It kind of like by the third one, it got a little like, it was just kind of like falling off, not like soggy, but you know, like I had a lot of stuff to eat. So I wasn't eating all the tenders early. <laughs> Like I struggled through this meal. I'm Dwayne and Skay go a couple times. You do it all at once? Oh, I do it all at once, baby. <laughs> he, usually, he usually gets extra stuff too. And oh I my god, extra, I did get extra stuff. And this, out of all the ten episodes we've done, this one was my breaking point. Where I was just like, I would like, I am going to puke. I think. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to spoil this much. if you're going to share it later. But what's that total look like at your Chick Fil A run? That had to have been like a forty-five dollar run. Yeah, I had kids' meals and stuff on top of it. Too. Oh, like, God. My, you should see the bag that they gave me. <laughs> yeah, one of those big ones with the like handle? The garbage yeah, bag. Yeah. The garbage <laughs> bag. <laughs> uh, it was quite, yeah. It was, um, uh, they're really good tenders. Though. Like, the chicken quality is good. So I feel like it's in between a Kumsi Kumsa and a Chef's Kiss, which means I have to default to the lower tier and give it a Kumsi Kumsa. Um, but they were good. They're just really small. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's go to Dwayne because your items aside. So we'll do you next. Uh, again, this is something I've never, I, I didn't even know they had <laughs> and had never had it. Um, I got the mac and cheese. Um, surprisingly, like really good. Mine even had a little piece of burnt cheese in it. I don't know if everybody got that. I did. I was like, oh my god, there's burnt cheese in here too? This is awesome. Um, And actually, when I went back for another trip, my daughter was like, can you get me the mac and cheese? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh my god, this is delicious. (laughs) So uh, I'm going chef's kiss, man. I This might be my bite of the night. It is my bite of the night. I'm going bite of the night. Bite of the night (laughs) on mac and cheese. Strong, Dwayne. Strong. Skay, what are your thoughts on the mac and cheese? This is also my bite of the night. (laughs) I had also never had this. It was really good, man. It was really good. It was creamy. Um, Creamy mac. It had that nice like layer, that coating of like hard cheese on top, a little, you know, textural there. It was really good. I would uh I would get this again. Okay, Sally. Are you as high on the mac and cheese? I, I I don't know if I get a bite of the night, but I, we're going three for you three do. on this because I completely agree. I was uh, I was really <laughs> apprehensive because I thought, eh, I've had mac and cheese plenty of times. What's the big deal? No, they nailed the consistency. <laughs> it's super creamy. It's like it's thick but still creamy. I got a little bit of the burnt cheese. I was also excited about that, uh, and it was really st- really tough because I'm on keto right now. So I, I paid the what thirty two dollars for the small, and I took two bites of it. And I'm like, that's all I can eat right now. I can't I can't do more carbs. And I just stared at it. I'm just sitting there like struggling internally. Like, ah, oh, I got one more. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I put the lid on it. It's still sitting downstairs. I might go back to it. I did work out today, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I was really surprised. I know my wife had had it before and raved about it. And I was like, meh, whatever, mac and cheese. We've all had it. No, right. legit. It's good stuff. Chef's kiss, bite of the night. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> insanity. Chick-fil-A, three bite of the nights are the mac and cheese. This is outrageous. Yeah, you wouldn't think, uh, right? I 
I'm high on their mac and cheese. I'm not as high as you guys are. This is ridiculous. I will say, so I got the normal side of mac and cheese, and then for one of the kids' meals size, I got mac and cheese. And I got to tell you, the kids' meal mac and cheese was better than my side of what? mac and cheese. It <laughs> came out of the oh, same man. vat. Come on. It had... No, it had little like crispy things on top of it. Oh, crispies on top? Mm. The kids That's one had sugar. little crispies on top of it, mm-hmm. and the regular one didn't. And I like the little crispies on top. <laughs> uh, it's a chef's kiss. It's really good mac and cheese, but by the night, mac and cheese is just wild to me. <laughs> I'll say this they're missing an opportunity here because you ever go anywhere and they have the uh, buffalo chicken mac and cheese on the uh, menu? They really need the spicy chicken mac and cheese. I would get that as a meal. Oh man, um, I would destroy that. Right? Um, Sounds really good. You can make it yourself. You chop up those tenders. Yep. yep. You chuck them in a, the thing, and then you pour some of those uh, sauces that they have on there. Hell yeah! Um, I got every single sauce, so we there will be sauce discussion. I'll be uh, Bernie. I'll be expecting an in- Instagram video of that making it. <laughs> uh, you want me to just to go to Chick Fil A and how to video of just dumping cut up? Yeah, do it. there's that's do probably it. some weird fetish that people would really enjoy. Yeah, stirring it with a fork that's mm. been used for like peanut butter or something. <laughs> uh, Give it some AS- ASMR while you do it. Those sauces. Mm. <laughs> so, Chef's kiss for mac and cheese from me. Um, I will go next because Skay kind of has like. They're big. They're big boy. I got the the wrap, the chicken wrap. This was my go-to in college. Every time I would go there every day. I learned two things in college going to Chick-fil-A. One is the chicken wrap. Um, the chicken on it has like it's tastes like like a taco seasoning or like a fajita seasoning or something. It tasted like something like Southwestern mm-hmm. hint to it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to pick like your rant your uh salad dressing that they give you as like the side for it mm-hmm. and there was like a spicy one that i used mm-hmm. to get every time and it was my favorite sauce did not have the option for that this time wasn't on the menu disappointing but the one i picked i actually really like the second thing i learned real quickly is french fries and mayonnaise is the best i would just <laughs> dump packets of mayonnaise and then just dip fries in it like a complete animal uh, <laughs> really up there on the healthy charts too yeah <laughs> They recommend so, that everywhere. <laughs> I haven't gotten a uh, a wrap from Chick Fil A since college, I think. And man, this is my bite of the night. I was so happy to eat this thing; it just took me back there. I got the avocado lime dressing. Oh my god, was that amazing! I loved it. I could just like I wanted like a gallon of it just to keep dipping random stuff in my fridge in it. It was so good. I thought it was so good. And like I said, that chicken has like some sort of like Southwest, like kind of tinge to it mm-hmm. for a fast food chicken wrap. I mean, that's it's top tier chef's kiss all the way. Sully, what were your thoughts on the wrap? A lot of similarities. Uh, I agree. I, I've liked the wrap for a long time. I get it when I'm trying to eat a little healthier. Uh, the only killer on there is the tortilla. Uh, but uh, I actually brought mine home and transferred it to a low carb tortilla because I'm an idiot. Uh, that just doesn't like fun and good things. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. And I also asked about the spicy dressing to get yeah. a weird look back at me. Like, are you crazy? We don't do that here. And I was like, what else you got? And as soon as she said avocado lime, I'm like, bingo, let's go. And I loved it as well. I've got half the packet still sitting down there so I can drink that later. Uh, really good stuff. So lucky. Uh, yeah. I, 
I hadn't had the wrap in a while. It wasn't as good as I remember, but still very good and better than most things you can get at a fast food restaurant. I'm still going to lean towards Chef's Kiss on this one. Three Chef's Kiss from Sully. Really liking the Chick-fil-A so far. Always been a fan. <laughs> Dwayne. Uh, yeah, this is actually my go-to at Chick-fil-A. Like, mm. this, I have this more than like a regular sandwich. Um, I'm not surprised by that at all. Really? Yeah, you're everything you do is just missionary position. Just <laughs> this, this is not missionary road. position. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is not at all missionary position. <laughs> missionary position is a number one with yeah. the coke. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's it. The wrap is like the boringest chicken thing you can get on the menu. I, it on. has it more is. flavor than anything. What are you talking about? I'll... True, it does. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Now, I apologize. Now, Dwayne. I did. I go... like. I did go missionary position with my dressing, but uh would you just, get regular ranch? Of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> are you serious? I don't they even know like, what else they have. Like they've always said, options. You want the ranch? I'm like, Yeah, I'll take the ranch. Well, they don't, don't have spicy, that. I tell you that. <laughs> There's literally like eight options and you went ranch. Well, I don't, I don't even know what options they have. I never asked. <laughs> they have an avocado clam. ranch, which we'll hear about. <laughs> uh... I don't ask. I just yeah, ranch sure. So what, <laughs> chef's chef's kiss for for your boring ass rap? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, the chef's kiss. This is like my go-to usually. Okay. So, it's gay. So I gotta preface mine. They used to have chicken salad at Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. right? Like a chicken salad wrap or sandwich or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got this wrap which was not chicken salad, which, okay, whatever. I didn't like it at all. It was like dry, boring, like wrap. If I go to Chick-fil-A... Oh, yeah, it's I'm dry. Going... That's why you drown it in the entire well, <laughs> see, salad dressing you get with it. So I was adding mine to the top, which was like, okay, it was like overkill of dressing no, first. You, you and dump then... it into the tray and you dip it. Yep, there you go. <laughs> It was the same, it the same difference. It's the same difference. <laughs> so for the second half, which I didn't even really want to eat, for the second half, I unrolled the thing and put the sauce like in the middle and then roll it back up. So I had to do all the fucking work for them. <laughs> all the work? <laughs> I'm going, Three seconds of your life wasted. I'm going poop-a-loop. Oh. Oh. I would never get this again. From Chick-fil-A. I would never get this. That's insane. Well, you did it wrong. So that's your own fault. That's you not... have to in you have to waterboard those pe- that, <laughs> dead chickens into the sauce. See, no, I, <laughs> you have to interrogate it. I wanted it <laughs> inside. I wanted it in the sandwich or in the wrap rather. And it was not in there. I had to do it myself. And it it wasn't that good. The tortilla's not that good, anyways. Fuck that tortilla. Fuck that wrap. <laughs> Chef wow. poop a looped it hard, wow. big time. All right, now you're the you're the last man to go. What'd you get, Skye? I am. I got the spicy deluxe chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Don't always get this. Um, usually, I'm a Dwayne. I'm a number one man with a Coke. That's that's so easy. Just give me a number one with Coke, please. But I went spicy deluxe for the purposes of this podcast. I'm going Chef's Kiss. It's a great sandwich. The chicken is so fucking good. The spice is in the bread. Why the deluxe? 
because uh, I like the tomato and the lettuce on it too. That's nice. And yeah, I'll throw some mayo cheese. on there. Or, yeah, pepper jack cheese too comes standard. I think they have cheese options if you want. But then you go Either with whatever. Adult, right? Yeah, right. If and you're an adult, you have to too. order deluxe, right? That's like a rule. No. I, I mean, Even I if get you pick the... off the tomato and the lettuce, which most people do, you still have to order it deluxe. <laughs> no, I get I get the it's number one a lot. Plain old number one. I like everything about it: tomato, lettuce, the pickles on it go perfect. It's delicious. Chef's kiss. Okay. Uh, I will go next. Um, I am not real high on Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches as others are. Wow. I think they're I think they're good. I don't think they're top tier chicken sandwiches so to me this was i mean it's a good fast food chicken sandwich i like the deluxe i did not like the piece of lettuce i had on it i unfolded the lettuce because it was like kind of falling out of the sandwich and it was like one of those leaves that you see on the ground in like jurassic park <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like the size of like my laptop here this piece of like what's it unfolded it was one big solid piece of lettuce and it's a like, chicken parachute um so I just threw that off, but I kept the tomato because I like the tomato on it. Um, what is there to say? Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is good. I put it probably probably number five on my ranking of chicken sandwiches. Um, chef's kiss. No complaints. Sally? Uh, I had never had the deluxe before. I'd never understood the purpose of, of adding more. I do like pepper jack cheese. I actually put that on my hamburgers uh, and some sandwiches. But the uh, thing, I think. They want I'm, the crunch with the the chicken. I'm a purist. I like I like the uh, I like the Chick Fil A. Just some pickles on there. I don't I don't like all the other stuff on there. I, if I wanted that, I'd have gotten the wrap. Uh, I still enjoyed it, uh, but I thought to myself, uh, why spend the extra money? Next time, I'm going back to just the spicy chicken sandwich. Their spicy chicken is the bomb. It is so good. I, I really really like it. So still Chef's Kiss, but I don't need the deluxe. Okay, so Sully is also a child. Dwayne, what are your thoughts? <laughs> you knew this already. <laughs> uh, I'm with Sully. I don't need the, the tomato or the lettuce. The lettuce on any sandwich to me just takes away from the flavor of whatever you're eating. Like, it's just for texture. But it there's a flavor in there that I'm like, I don't want this with my chicken. What's the flavor my, of lettuce? lettuce? I don't know. There's has something to flavor. it that just... <laughs> That's all I taste. I don't taste the chicken. I just taste the what lettuce. What do you mean? You can't taste lettuce. Lettuce is just lettuce. There's a taste to it. <laughs> Tomatoes, so, I can take them or leave them. you are so bland and missionary that the fact that you you can actually taste blandness. That's <laughs> the lettuce superpower. is too fancy. <laughs> maybe maybe my palate's blandness. too sensitive. Maybe that's what it is. You're the Avengers. Think of You're that? the worst member of the Avengers. <laughs> Ant Man. Dwayne is the Ant Man. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, ahead, but I did try it with everything, and then I just picked off. Like you know, I took a few bites, and then I picked off the stuff I didn't want on it. Um, like a toddler. <laughs> hey, hey! You said, as an adult, you order the deluxe even if you take the shit off. So hey, there you go. I did say that. That's <laughs> wasteful. Just wasteful. Um. But yeah, I I liked it. Um, this the spice wasn't crazy. Like it, it wasn't like, like it tasted good, but it wasn't. It didn't have a lot of heat to it. Um, 
I did take another sauce. When we get to the sauces, I did add that halfway through, and that uh, heightened it a little more. But uh, I'll go Chef's Kiss. Yeah, it was good. All right. Um, before we get into sauce talk and uh, even talk about their fries, real mm. quick, do you guys have a top three fast food chicken sandwich ranking? <laughs> we know you mine's, do. Mine's Popeye's. <laughs> Popeye's blackened, and then Burger King's new spicy chicken. Popeye's blackened. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, new sandwich they have. It's limited time. I don't know if they still have it, but it was incredible. It was oh, so I gotta good. look for that. Is it is it naked or breaded? Uh, you can get either or. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I really like that Popeye's sandwich. Their spicy sandwich, and honestly, it's the best value because it's only like three bucks, and that is a big chunk of chicken on there. Oh man, that thing's huge. It's so good. I think I'd, I'd go Popeye's one, Chick-fil-A two, and, oh, man, maybe KFC three? I, I used to have a chicken Burger, sandwich. Have you had Burger King's new one? I haven't had it. No, I need to try it. I'm pretty sure they're owned by the same people that owns Popeye's, so it's basically like Popeye's, um, only not as good a quality, but it's still a gigantic piece of chicken. Burger King's sandwich is really good. They're doing it right, then. Dwayne? I don't have a ranking. I've had bad luck with my uh, Popeyes and Burger King sandwiches. So, yeah, all that seasoning and flavor they put into it. No, my my, my, my Burger King chicken was like this big. It was like more bun than chicken. I was like, why does everybody have these giant things and mine's like this big? Genetics. Brian's like, this is spicy. What is this? Pepper? No, I like spicy. I know people like that. The ketchup's too spicy. It's not even spicy ketchup. (laughs) Mayonnaise is is way too spicy. (laughs) This is pepper. Sully, Sully, uh, yeah, you can just take my spot. This was the handing of the handing off of the baton. You didn't realize going in, but all right, all right. I bet our numbers would improve. <laughs> How are you on editing, Sully? You uh, I am actually a pro at it, but I've retired. I can't do it anymore. I'm so done. I'm so mm-hmm. done editing. Just Dwayne? one take. We'll have to nail it in one take. Yeah, that's Dwayne, the best you're way. Back. You're back. <laughs> Just like that. Woo, short lived. <laughs> Even though a, half the time I forget to edit stuff out. <laughs> or lose entire episodes. But anyway. <laughs> um, Skay, do you have a definitive chicken sandwich ranking? Yeah, I'll go every chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A, number one. Um, <laughs> McDonald's McChicken, number two. And the, the KFC sandwich we had this season, number three. <laughs> That's my I can't even. Cause... I can't even like take your... I can't even take like your opinion with any sort of like sincerity. Whenever you <laughs> Those are McDonald's the chicken Christmas sandwiches food. that I've had. I've had Wendy's chicken sandwich before. Oh, it's I, bottom. I do like it's, that one. it's number four. Oh, it's no, at the bottom I like of the, the list. Spicy chicken from Wendy's. Nah, their chicken sucks. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get some more chicken sandwiches in East Gay. If only there was some sort of medium that forced you to go out of your comfort zone and try different restaurants. <laughs> that doesn't exist. We haven't had a Popeye's. That'll be season two. Yeah, maybe. We don't get to pick. The guest gets to pick. Um, Chick-fil-A sauces. Sully, what's your favorite Chick-fil-A sauce? That's a tough one. Uh, what is that? What is the Asian one that they have? What's that called? Polynesian. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. Solid choice. Yeah. 
Uh, that although that uh, avocado lime, although not a sauce, more of a dressing, was very good. It was so good. Yeah, Scott, I, I I'm saving Dwayne's. Go ahead, Scott. Um, my favorite Chick Fil A sauce is Chick Fil A sauce. It's oh. so fucking good. Um, the honey mustard there is good. I had the like the sweet spicy sriracha or whatever the hell they called it this time it's just like mm-hmm. asian zing from buffalo wild wings so that's very good mm. um I, I, the mayo there is fine <laughs> that's what i've really? my spicy chicken sandwich chick-fil-a uh, and mayo is the name of this podcast they have jake logue packets of ketchup jake logue always said he wanted bigger packets of ketchup because you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to open so many and so mm-hmm. they have bigger packets of ketchup that you can either squeeze or dip. So that's really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that I've had any other sauces there. What? The you didn't do what me and Bernie did. The pollen. I, I didn't get. I didn't get the ranch. <laughs> they had like that zesty ranch sauce. I have not had that. I've had the Polynesian. Polynesian's fine. It's not my favorite. There's a buffalo, I think, too. Yeah, yeah I did get the buffalo with the strips this time. It was fine. It was just yeah, tasting yeah. like hot sauce. You know, it was mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, so have I, I guess the ranch, the zesty ranch is the only one I didn't try. Are there any others that I was missing? Mm-hmm, the best of them all, but we mm-hmm. will get to that here in a second. <laughs> okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. In my fridge, I have two gigantic bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce and one of the Polynesian, that you, the squirt bottles, like um, like what you would see Heinz ketchup in. It's yeah, they sell them at the grocery, grocery stores store. now. Yeah. Yep. I bought two of them because my kids love it. They call um whenever they want sauce with like nuggets or fries or something, they, they ask for this like special sauce, and that just means Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> so they just go over and just squirt it on their plate. Um, I got all the sauces. The ones I never had before was um, the Sriracha. The sweet sriracha. I've never had that before. It was actually kind of spicy for being a, a fast food sauce. Um, usually, usually they advertise spicy and it's never really that spicy. Uh, that was that was great. I prefer Polynesian to it, but it was still really good. The best Chick Fil A sauce, honey barbecue. Oh, oh, it I... it did not come in a cup form like the rest of them for some reason. It came <laughs> in the long skinny tube bag that you rip and. Uh, not sure why. Interesting. They ran, out, they ran out of cups at corporate. To, to put them in. <laughs> um, it was cr- it, it was insane how good this honey barbecue sauce was. I took like one little dip of my fry in it, and it like like explosions and like like a cartoon <laughs> like fireworks went off <laughs> above my head. I loved it so much. It was so good, and I only got one of those too. Oh. I got like two of each of them, and then I just got the one little. Do they sell that in the full size bottles? I'm, I'm gonna look now. Yeah, right. Same. Dwayne, <laughs> what was your favorite sauce? So, like Bernie, I got all the sauces and tried them all. And you love the ranch, even the honey <laughs> mustard that I hated. I tried it, and I still hated it. Um, Chick Fil A sauce, I tried again, and I actually didn't hate it this time. I'm like, that's eh, not too bad. You, you hated Chick Fil A sauce before? Yeah. What? Yeah, too spicy. Yeah, no, it's not spice. <laughs> Why do you think it's spicy? I eat spicy shit all the time. Um, now, if, if we're, flavor, if we're going cups, if we're going cups, I'm going the uh, sriracha, spicy sriracha. I could have tried that. That was my favorite for the dipping cups. 
but the fucking honey barbecue was just like it was mind blowing. Like, <laughs> like I'm telling you. And then Chloe had some, and she's like, "I'm just having this from now on." Like, and she was dipping in fries Shooting and everything. Of it. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and I put that on my spicy uh, deluxe, and I was like, "This is like heaven right now." Like, I got spice and sweet and hmm. barbecue. Like, oh, it's awesome. I got. I have. It. I have had that honey barbecue sauce before. It's it's good. It is good. But <laughs> no, I didn't really good. Was not orgasmic like I like you guys had, but uh it was it's uh, good. It was such a surprise. Maybe it's cuz it was a surprise. Like I wasn't expecting anything I yeah. from it. Yeah, maybe it was a surprise of it. It definitely wasn't orgasmic, but uh it was edging. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And I guess last thing, we'll talk about their fries because they're one of the few places that do waffle fries. What are you guys' thoughts on the fries? So Wait, we, is there anyone else that does waffle fries? Uh, I think some of them you can get waffle fries. Um, as one of the options? As one of the options, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I've been a long time fan of the Chick-fil-A waffle fries. It was really hard not to get them when I went over there today. I love their waffle fries because I like crispy fries. Mm-hmm. And uh, this way you get more crispy area because there's more edges. And so win, 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 you know, those things are fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was really hard not to get them today. Cause that's one of my, that's my favorite fry from fast food place. I think. Dwayne. Um, yeah, I like this them. Is shape too outrageous for your life. No, <laughs> I even like the, little the doggy MVP. style of fries. He can't dude, handle it. Dude. <laughs> potatoes is the, uh, missionary position food. Come on. Of course, the I like it. possession of white people food. Yeah, <laughs> I love potatoes. I love. I like these. I think these like uh, McDonald's though. Like, you have a window where they're like really good, and then they get bad. Maybe because they're so big, they soak up the grease more. I don't know, but like when they're hot and uh, fresh, just, they're good. I disagree with that. I think they're good. I think that's just the standard of all fries. Yeah. You know, when fries are hot and fresh, they are the tits. Mm. They get soggy, you know, they get Mm -hmm. ruined with a little bit of time, but that's just how fries are. Yeah. It's hard to have a good cold French fry. That's what air (laughs) fryers are for. Mm -hmm. Skay? Oh. Strong thoughts on Chick fil A French fries? Yes. They're the tits. They're awesome. (laughs) I love them. Better than Mickey, Mickey D's? I go to Chick-fil-A way more than I go to McDonald's, which still isn't all that often, but I but, um, No, we're Chick-fil-A. comparing fries here. We're not comparing restaurants. I mean, yeah. I like I like everything about Chick-fil-A better, yep. fries included. Same. Yeah, I think their, their fries are definitely at least top three, if not the top fries. McDonald's fries are the most iconic, but... If I had They're to pick okay. between between McDonald's and Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, I know nine point five times out of ten the fries are going to be really good. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, it's such a crapshoot on whether or not the fries <laughs> will be even warm, let alone good. Um, so, gotta give it to Chick Fil A. Love the French fries. That just leaves two more segments left to do. The first, we got rated out of ten. Sully, what do you give Chick Fil A out of ten? 
And you have to add a decimal point. I believe we established a decimal <laughs> point. It has to have. Uh, you know, it's probably my favorite fast food place, which is why I picked it. Uh, Mod has recently become uh, high up there just because of the, the offerings. But uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to give anybody a full-on 10. Uh, I wish it not exist. Yeah, I no. think Chick-fil-A needs some other options. Uh, they need like a super spicy sandwich. And then we've already come up with the spicy chicken uh, mac and cheese that they're just totally missing out on uh but i rank them very high i'm 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 probably gonna go a nine nine point oh nine decimal go. point oh i was gonna i was gonna yell at you i, gonna I got scream you. At you i got my instructions and i followed through sir Dwayne. yeah um <clears throat> i'm probably gonna go because and we're looking at overall i mean service i don't think there's a better fast food uh service anywhere Agreed. No, um, even the drive-through is fast. Um, yep. Most of the time, I always get stuck behind that one idiot that's getting shit for six hundred. You people. get stuck behind <laughs> the Bernie. Yeah, and, and has never looked <laughs> at the menu before. Yeah, like, I see like three giant bags come out. I'm like, oh man, I'm screwed. Yeah, I couldn't have asshole get... doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> in the car while ordering. <laughs> um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight point seven three. Why not eight point seven four? What the? I don't know. I just pick a number. Too, too <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> too much pepper, so he, he lost. Yeah, that's it. One. I didn't like the lettuce on the uh, the deluxe. Lettuce had too much flavor. <laughs> the of lettuce that he received. He couldn't taste the chicken sandwich. All he could taste was flavorless lettuce. Oh, man. Skay. Out of 10. Uh, man. I like Chick-fil-A a lot. 9.44. Ooh. It's really good. Nine. To echo everybody else's sentiment, the service is so good at this place. They, Your shit's like hot, fresh. They crank people through. The two Chick-fil-A's around here have added a drive through line yep. within the past year. They have them like coned off. People are outside taking orders mm -hmm. and they just churn you through there. It's amazing. That's one thing I like about kind of their lack of innovation. That's one thing I think that McDonald's and others try to do too much different mm. stuff. When you add too much shit to the menu, then your line takes 20 minutes to get through. I don't like that about some places. This place makes one thing, one kind of thing, chicken. They do it really fucking good. And they're pleasant when they do it for you. It's, yep. it, I, it's my favorite. 944. This is a great restaurant. Love chicken it. and mac and cheese now. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to point out that you were the only person to give a chef's diss tonight. I was going to say and, that. <laughs> See, but he gives it a 9.4. 9 I will never, ever order that wrap again. That's all there is to it. I will continue to go there and get chicken sandwiches and fries and maybe the occasional mac and cheese and a milkshake right. or something just, like that. I'm just saying your uh, oh, we didn't talk milkshakes. No shit, we didn't talk milkshakes. Those, God that damn, that's, that's a whole other episode. It's a whole yeah. other episode. They got the peach one out for summer now. Mm. Forget about it, dude. Forget about it. 944, great restaurant. Love it. Um, I think it's 
harder. It's it's hard to find a fast food place that is consistently as good as Chick Fil A is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Popeyes is better, but that's on Popeyes good days. On Popeyes bad days, it's not better than Chick Fil A. So, but I I know what I'm going to get from Chick Fil A every time I go. It's going to be the same level of consistency, and that consistency is always good to great. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.23, which I believe is my highest score by far. I don't think I've given anything over a 6 on this show yet. (laughs) Dang. Um, I would have given Taco Bell higher, but um, me and Taco Bell are famously feuding. Uh, (laughs) I heard about that on uh, on, uh, Twitch, yeah. (laughs) Making the rounds. Um, that was our episode of Chick-fil-A, Sully. Now it's your time to shine on a little segment we like to call Plugs. Go ahead and plug away what you got going on, where people can find you. Yeah, thank, thank you for earlier for uh, going through some of the stuff I've got going already so everybody has a good idea. But uh, if you would, everyone, please take a couple minutes to give me a follow. I I do the majority of my social mediaing on uh, Twitter. So go over twitter.com slash cs. S-U-L-L-Y, C.S. Sully, uh, and engage with me there. Uh, I'm also on Instagram under the same name, but I often forget I even have an Instagram app. So, you know, I'll be in there every once in a while. And But then Twitch. I'm on Twitch five days a week, every day of the week, except Thursdays and Sundays. And even every once in a while, then I'll surprise with a bonus stream. I'm there for typically four to five hours at a time. Come on by anytime and engage and hang out with the wonderful, positive people that are part of the Nerd Unite community. And also, I give away prizes on every single stream. Most days of the week, it's one of my exclusive stickers that you can't get anywhere else. But on Fridays, we play the box game in my first stream, which starts at 4 p.m. Pacific. You can come in. You can participate. You might win a vaulted Funko Pop. A uh, Dorbs figure, a gift card, a Ziply Fiber, one of my sponsors or one of my partners, a gift bag. And then we started doing a new thing now where I put a mystery mini in one of the uh, boxes. And if you pick the mystery mini and pick the figure that's in there, you get all the prizes that I have in the night. Usually there's five prizes up for grabs. Last week, somebody pulled a one in 72 uh, uh, wet LeBron James from the Space Jam that's worth about 55 bucks. I bought one box, and we pulled the one in 72 out of there. That's so awesome. come on by, hang out, give me a follow, uh, and then if you like what you see, maybe a sub, maybe some bits. I would appreciate it. I'm, I'm doing it full-time now, so everybody who comes and gives me a follow, you're helping support uh, somebody who doesn't want to be homeless. Awesome. And if you're in there, you'll maybe see me in there. I'm in there quite often. Um, I just changed my Twitch name to Burn Appetite. It was Uber Pony Express. Yes. Um, but it too confusing to have the multiple names so i changed it to burn appetite um you'll see clint in there from the four dork or the dorksman podcast as they're now called um sometimes aaron's in there so yep might might see some faces so um yeah great place to hang out love watching you stream on there watch thank you, you um do some unboxing and i just like watching fall guys to be honest god Such love cool that game. game i can't wait till that comes to xbox that needs to Pretty happen soon. Really I think soon. it's happening. I think they announced it, right? Yeah, they, they originally it. said summer, but had to push it back. So I, I imagine we'll probably get it by like October. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, we're gonna play the crap out of that game. That Hell out. yeah! Um, thank you, Sully, for joining us. Taking time out of your super busy schedule. Yeah, thank you guys show. for having me. I appreciate it. Um, and 
seeing that it's the end of season one, I would like to thank all our listeners and supporters of the show. Um, we have, I think, over a thousand downloads from 17 different countries for this show. Um, blew all expectations I ever had for the show. I didn't think anyone would see this show. Um, people have had nothing but nice things to say about it. Um, we've talked to some really cool guests throughout the 10 episodes. Um, it's been a blast. Looking forward to season two. So hopefully early fall we'll be doing season two. We'll have to wait and see what uh, restaurants we go to. It's never up to us, so we have no idea. Whatever the guest wants to do is where we'll go. So, with that, Skay, your job, your one and only job for the show is to, to lead us out here. Okay, I think I, I think I got one. While Dwayne puts on his Speedo to go take a dip in the Honey Barbecue Hot Tub, we want to thank you for listening to our review of Chick-fil-A this episode and every episode of Burn Appetit. Um, now, while we, the rest of us, go purge season one, be sure to binge all the rest of our episodes and the other great podcasts at CrossTheStreamsMedia.com. Uh, thanks again for listening. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.